Greetings, adventurers. I'm Max, the composer of Coltrane Compositions, your guide through realms of TTRPG music where fantasy meets the echoes of sci-fi and whispers of horror. Imagine your party at the brink of an enchanted forest or a haunted space station. My music weaving suspense with every leaf's rustle or distant spaceship hum. In the heart of battle, against mythical beasts or otherworldly entities, feel the thrill with compositions that make every clash, every spell a legend. But it's not just about the adrenaline. In moments of tranquility or eerie calm, let my music enhance the heart and soul of your story. As a fellow TTRPG enthusiast, I blend each melody to resonate with your game's diverse realms. Ready for an unforgettable session across all genres? Visit Coltrane Compositions on Patreon. Let the music guide your epic tales from ancient castles to distant galaxies through every shadowed corner. That's C-O-L-T-R-I-N Compositions. Hey Tomies, DM Dave here with a quick announcement. This is going to be the last episode for a while. We are going to come back with new episodes in April. So enjoy this little break. Go back and listen to our previous episodes. If you want to know more on why we're taking a break, go and listen to Solemn's Column, Volume 12. There's all the information. And now, on with the show. You are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Welcome to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am... DMJ! <laughs> and to the left we have... Okay. Henley! <laughs> Boudreau! Lila! Angarath! <laughs> Roscoe! And Fenrir! <laughs> and today's recap is by... Fenrir! <laughs> Fenrir! What happened last time? We traveled our way back to the hollow and it was in... A lot of chaos. Myself, Boudreaux, and Mendrick went down into the, um, into where the were creatures were and seen what happened as they escaped. Um, Mendrick and Joanna had a wonderful um, embrace, and they were pretty happy to see each other. And then up above ground, Henley. And Roscoe had a meeting with Dracaris where they talked a little bit more about the hidden hand as well as about all of the happenings that have taken place since we first left the hollow. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of information that was given there. Uh, oh, Elsie. I know this is kind of sidetracked, but uh, I found out today that you can't you you can't run through a a camp group. You can't run through a camp. Mm. You know why? Why? Uh, you have to ran because it's past tense. <laughs> okay, that's good, man. That's good. <laughs> it was like on your A game, like an A frame. A A frame. And I'm sitting here with pregnant brain going, what? <laughs> it's an English it. joke. Past, I don't get it. Past tense. Like, okay. can't oh, past tense. <laughs> oh, I took it as literal. <laughs> the look on your face, you're like, uh, oh. <laughs> 
pregnancy brain in full swing. Yes. Oh, <laughs> 26 more days from this recording. Okay. Well, we are going to start off with Down in the Capes. And as Fenrir said, Fenrir and Boudreaux and Lila Garatha are down there. Um, we will... St- I'm healing ahead. a lady. You are healing Juna. With and very... Oh, go ahead. Yes. What was the spell that you used? Protection from poison. Do you want me to read it? Just briefly. Spell time. You touch a creature and it's poison and neutralize the poison. If there's a poison that affects the target, then neutralize the poison on the present and then you neutralize one at random. Could you Can't. read that again? <laughs> yeah, I Okay, so maybe? basically, I touch a <laughs> someone and I, I know the poison and... Well, I don't know it. It just goes away. It just neutralizes it. Yeah, I just neutralize the poison. And then guys. gives them advantage on anything poisonous, I think, in the future for like an hour. Oh, yeah. Yep, it does. They have, yep, and resistance. Resistance. Poison as well. Yeah, resistance. Yes. Kay. So I, Boudreaux gets hold of himself and thinks of the dough. The deer, the female deer, and touches her to take away some of her pain. Okay. As you lay the hand, your hands on her, then you cast the spell. You can see almost instantane- instantaneously those bruises and that swelling fade away. And you just hear her go, <gasps> and exhale deeply, and she seems to be just... A dead sleep. Not dead. <laughs> just a deep sleep. And then I think I will also like to heal her. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll do level three. Ooh. Which one's touch? Cure wounds? Yeah. So I'll do that. First dice roll. Okay, just let me know how much it is. Um, gotcha. Fenrir, Lila Garatha. Uh, you see uh, Mendrick and Joanna. They are having a little uh, reuniting together. They're discussing things. Joanna's checking on her husband because he's not looking well. And you also hear a small whimpering of a bear. As you remember, that Emery is there kind of hiding underneath the table that Juna is on top of. Um, so I'm going to look at the couple and just kind of like have like a, almost like a pregnant pause, like take a half step towards them and then redirect back over to Emery and just go over to her. Okay. Like I said, she's just cowering. She's whining underneath the table. Okay. Um, so I'm, I, how big is the table? The table is probably about six feet long and about two and a half feet wide. So I am not going to even see anything to her. I'm just going to lay down on the floor and get as close to her as I can and just try and comfort her. Okay. Are you going to touch her at all or are you just whispering to her? Just whispering to her. Okay. Um, I figure she probably wouldn't respond to touch as well. And the mm-hmm. last time that I tried to touch somebody and comfort them, it didn't go over so well. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying a different tactic this time. Okay. 
So yeah, you lay down. Fenrir, you're seeing Lila do this. Um, you see. What are what are some some of the comforting things you're trying to say? Um. Just that, like, it'll be okay. That I know that it hurt. That she's safe. Nothing's gonna happen to her. That type of stuff. Okay. And so as she starts hearing your voice, at first it's an unfamiliar voice because you, by this time, she's used to Willow's voice, mm-hmm. Joanna's voice. So she kind of like flinches and pulls away, but then recognizes you because the last time you guys met, you were the more friendly out mm-hmm. of the group. So she recognizes you and you see her kind of change from her bear form. Like she's full bear mm-hmm. form. And you see her just slowly change into her dragonborn form, which is that red with kind of mixture of purples mm-hmm. on her scales. And she's just crying, and she just buries herself in in your arms, type idea. Uh, with that, I'll just I'll just wrap my arms around her and just like rub her back and like rub her the top of her head and stuff like that. Very almost motherly. Hmm. Try and comfort that way. It would make sense that she buries herself in her arms. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even go without a joke, can you? <laughs> As this is happening, Fenrir recognizes that. And, you know, he knows that the last time like they met that didn't go great. So he's going to stay kind of back. <laughs> but he does want to take out his viol and start playing the lullaby that she had taught him. Hmm. in kind of the background just very like soft silent not silent but very soft like very quiet subtle subtle there you go very subtle in the background okay and as you start playing that uh lila you can kind of she's still crying but as you can tell that she's starting to hear this melody of this lullaby that her father sang to her and her mother to bring them back to kind of consciousness. And she's... Her whining, her crying, starts to mellow out. Her sniffles become a lot lighter. And that this is a a process, of course. It's not instantaneous. Mm -hmm. But slowly, she starts to calm down. Um, after a while of hearing that and just kind of letting her, letting it soak in and everything, I know that it hurts and I I know it's going to hurt for a real long time. And I don't know uh, what God you do or don't believe in, but I do know that both your mama and your daddy loved you and they're never going to leave you. She killed them both. I know, darling. Why? He he was back. Because sometimes people are scared of things that they don't understand. And sometimes people see things that were made out of a horrible situation and just assume that everything's horrible about it. 
But you and I both know that there is nothing horrible about this. Outside of their death, there is nothing horrible about you. There's nothing horrible about them. And I swear I will protect you for as long as I can. Just like your daddy would have. And she kind of like, you can feel her nodding her head. And just after a few more moments of silence, you can kind of sense her breathing change. And you notice that she has fallen asleep. Okay. Uh, at that, I'm going to like rub my cheek across the top of her head and say, I got you, girl. Boudreaux, you got anything extra you want to do? Yeah, so I healed her for 19. Thank you. <coughs> and as I mentioned, Juna is hard asleep as well. Yeah, is there anything I can do to help her more with her? No, because the spell would have done most of it, huh? Correct. Okay, yeah. So I guess he just leaves her be, and I think he's going to go let Willow know. Okay. Yeah. Willow was right there next to you. Oh. So he he was able to see everything. He's like, oh, oh, good, oh, good. It, what, what did you do? Well, uh, that's a new thing I learned. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Because <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think that was all I was doing is you know, was just trying to handle her symptoms, but nothing seemed to be working. I don't I don't know what that filthy little halfling did to to her, but. Yeah. It was it was nasty stuff. I've never seen that kind of stuff before. Yeah. Um it's called Hangman Noose. Hangman's Noose? Yeah. I I've, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I don't know how it's made or nothing. All I know is it's real bad. And it makes you start to uh suffocate and uh, I sorry, that's a big word. It makes you start to not breathe, and uh, you just die slowly. Well, that's a fitting name to have it bruise her neck and make it swell, like like a noose is around their neck. Yeah. Fitting. Pretty weird, though. Yeah. Yeah, because it didn't seem like anything I was doing to, like, help with the swelling. Nothing was happening, and and nothing with the bruising, either. No, uh, I don't know if there is anything you can do. All I know is that I was praying and cool said that, well, he didn't say nothing, but I knew what to do. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad. Rakunda uh, has blessed, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, are you good? He, he like, um, pats him on the back, but it ends up being a little bit too hard. <laughs> But uh, we did, obviously, we we met uh, Emery that you guys sent here. Yeah. You know, we're going to probably have to leave her here. Do you think she's going to be safe, or should we, like, take her away? Uh, or, like, do you have any thoughts, and are you willing to, uh, like, be the father in a way? Father? Well, I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, with that, that uh, crazy... The gnome thing that came in here and and who took out Borast, like I don't I don't know if is she is she gone? Uh, I mean, do you want her to? I, I want her to be the the crazy 
uh, lady that came into count town. I yeah. want her gone. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Emery. Emery can stay. No, yeah, yeah, no. But I, I mean, I. I just was wondering if maybe you liked her or something. <laughs> what? I'm just joking with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, she sure knows. Look like she know what to do in nature. She she ain't like using soap or nothing. And that's good. Yeah. Matchmaker, matchmaker, <laughs> this is not a match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if. Yeah, we're just not compatible. Uh, no, I, 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 compatible. As in, we can work together. Not like me and you. We're very compatible, and he like punches you in the shoulder. Ew, no, I do not swing that way. <laughs> what? That's not what I meant. But that, that will compatible me. Just, <laughs> just mesh together. Like, you know what? I know some of these things go over your head. Look, I was joking. <laughs> Okay, you seemed really exhausted and tired, uh, so why don't you go, go possibly go lay down in in in, in Rochelle's old room. Oh. Speaking of which, didn't you guys go to save her? Is, is she okay? Um. <laughs> and he like fiddles with his staff. Yeah, this, oh, you have the staff. This this. Oh no. Yeah, well, so gone? I don't think she's dead. Um, but you have the staff. Yeah, so it like flew into my hand. she didn't want you to have the staff. Say what? And she didn't want you to have the staff. Well, it's not that she didn't want me to have it. She said that it's not safe for me to have it. But I'm maybe, but the staff came to me, so maybe I'm considered like a, a big boy now. Well, I guess congratulations. But what what happened... <laughs> What happened to to <laughs> Michelle? Yeah, I just I don't really want to tell you. I'm kind of <laughs> sick of all this bad news. <laughs> Boudreaux's met maturity but level. Said, <laughs> <laughs> but you said that that she you don't know if she's dead. Could you at least tell me something nice about today first? You healed Juna. Oh, that is a good thing, ain't it? All right, all right, I'll tell you. But I have not had a good day, no night, no day before, no week before that. So she was sitting over there, and she was, like, all tied up, I think, and I was trying to save her, and then I died or something. But I had to stab, and then, well, I didn't die, but, like, you know, you know what happened, yeah. And then, like, and so, basically, a man, the big mean man, and he had the magics, and he was trying to touch the scarecrows before that. And well, he was, she took, he, she, he took her into the portal, and I don't know where she went. You're just, just like <laughs> slowly blinking, trying to understand things. Yeah, he went a little into his. Uh, his uh, <laughs> language. So, she was taken into it, it, a magic swirly portal. A swirly portal. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Yeah. Well, you you have to find her. I know. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, she was she was trying to help these these kind of creatures to that this wear stuff wouldn't affect wear them. off on them. <laughs> I don't think now's the time for those kind of kind of jokes, Boudreaux. I'm so tired. <laughs> Okay, well, no, go. No, you slept Remember? No, just kidding. <laughs> well, go, go, go. Rest over there. It's, no, I. You I'll know, watch over J- Juna here, and I. I don't really want to go to her bed, but I, I also don't want. It's nice to have some nice company. I miss you, Willow. And did you ever get my letter? Yes, Emery brought it to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fenner just like, whoo, <laughs> side quest. How much XP do we get? <laughs> because of how long it took? <laughs> Negative. <laughs> if this were Skyrim, we'd be getting some XP. <laughs> and some random gold. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Emery? Emery gave it to you? Fenrir uh, said it was supposed to go do the mail or something. Oh well, it came. He when Emery showed up, he came with a letter saying who she was and that you guys sent her. And then it came with the letter that you wrote me. What is Fenrir doing right now? Playing the viol. Okay, I turned playing to it Fenrir. a little louder. <laughs> <laughs> Play it a little louder. <laughs> I can't hear you, Boudreau. <laughs> Boudreau turns to Fenrir, and he's like, hmm. and Boudreau actually smiles. He turns to Fenrir, and he's like. Why did my letter go in here from Emery? Shouldn't you have sent that all the way back in Avalon or something? I mean, I should have. Uh Uh-huh. But I didn't. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're the one that taught me that, 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 yeah. We never quite made it to the mail carrier as we were in Avalon. Yeah. Because, you know, with Aline. Uh-huh. And then with... The scary... The police. Yeah, the police. No, 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 no we can't. Me going to police. jail that with the cell of the hollow. That's and like, then yeah. getting attacked as we were going outside of Avalon by the back alley boys. Yeah. And then Joanna coming up against us. And then we got separated. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then after we got separated... Well, we were in the middle of the forest, and there was no mail. <laughs> you can't, like, send anything, like, do a bird or something? Uh, no. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, I mean, I, I am a little bit. I should have sent it an Avalon <laughs> while we were... Waiting for your spice bag. <coughs> That's when I should have sent it. So you did have time. But I was in jail, so maybe that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> I mean, but I'm that sure. was after I got out of jail, so maybe I did have the time. I wonder when you and I just forgot, <laughs> In the background, coming from that room that Rochelle would stay in, you hear this loud commotion of, <laughs> of door slamming open and a bunch of clutter behind the closed door. Oh, I, room. I feel like we would all turn and wonder. And nope. you start hearing mumbling back there. I turn to Fenrir. We look at each other in the eyes. And we look back at the door. And I feel like we link arms and <laughs> continue <laughs> forward. <laughs> Boudreau, no. open the door. 
Fenrir just pushes you slightly towards the okay. door. Okay. <laughs> Open the door. He's going to aim at his crossbow at the door. <laughs> this is such a bad idea, okay. but Boudreaux's in a mood. Okay. So Boudreaux runs over to the door. He's going to listen first. And you just hear this. <laughs> and then, um, so it sounds friendly-ish, right? As friendly as that could be, you can take it either way. That sounds pretty friendly to me. So he's going to um, be like, I think it's someone good, but I ain't sure. And then he's going to open the door. Like full line. But he like goes behind the door when he opens it, you know? But you're peeking inside. No. No. You're... He just full on opens the door and goes behind the door. Okay, Fenrir, how far away are you? Um, from the door, my, I would say... What's the range on my crossbow? <laughs> I'd say about 80 feet. <laughs> 80 feet. Probably not that far Maybe away. Maybe not that far. Because <laughs> probably from where that table is to the door, that's probably like 20 feet. Okay. Probably about 20 feet then. Okay. So as you are holding your crossbow there, inside you just see this kind of gangly man. He has this big old heavy pack on him. And he seems to be trying to, to roll over, but the pack is too big that he can't <laughs> roll to his back. He's so like he's, a turtle. So he's stuck on his belly because the pack's he's just sitting there, and you just see him you kind can't of get up. can't get up. Do, do you need some help? I, I need some help, please. I can't get out of here. It's Robert. How did you get in here? Well, it's... This thing's kind of crushing me right now, so if you could, you could please <laughs> help me. <laughs> All right, so he'll go over and help him up. Okay. Oh, well, well, thank you. The moment you let go, he just goes, Henry! Yeah. Robert! Oh, how are you? I'm good. Oh, goodness gracious. He, like, tries to get his the big old pack off. He's like, oh, goodness. I, I don't know what happened. I was up there and I was taking a rest on this rock and the rock seemed to like just whee, slide from out from <laughs> under me and then I go and I find myself here. <laughs> what are you doing here? Why aren't you in Avalon? Oh, well, uh, you guys had forgotten the deed, you know? And so I I was just like, well, I always wanted to try, you know, adventuring again. You know, you guys kind of inspired me to go do it. So I was like, you know, why not? I've never been to this little Haven's Hollow before. So I was like, sure, yeah, let's go try it. So you have the deed? It's around here somewhere. You left it in Avalon. <laughs> he starts ramaging. Aha, yeah. Here it is. Uh, so I need to go deliver it to a, uh, he opens it up, uh, uh, a Colin and Bar. Do you know him by chance? I'm sure you do. I, I do know Colin. Well, if you could just take me to him, we'll get this all situated and done up. Do you have the deed to Mendrick's company as well? Now, why would I have a thing like that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just checking. Oh, no. Let's, let's go see Colin. Was I supposed to bring it? Well, you don't have the proper permission to get stuff like that. That's somebody else's stuff. That's true. Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, lead the way. Hopefully we can get out of this dank little place. Ooh. <laughs> this little place gives me the creepies. 
The creepies. Like, no, the heebie-jeebies. The yeah. heebie-jeebies. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Okay. But, uh, just give me a second. I got to get my bag back on. He like lays on the ground. Like he has his backpack down. Oh, please he tell me it's like, like Muffin in that one episode. He like slides up through it. And then he's like, can I have a little help here? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oopsie daisy. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, lead the way. All right. Give he me brought just his typewriter. Before we go up there. <laughs> I need to talk to, he's going to turn and look at like Mendrick and Joanna just to kind of see what they're doing because he mm-hmm. wants to have a conversation with also, them. Also, I, I feel like by this time, you would hear Boudreaux has peeked in. <laughs> yeah. You got to go talk to somebody? Yeah, said? I need to go talk to Mendrick and Joanna real quick, and then we'll, we can go see Colin. Oh, so should I wait here then? Yes. <sighs> okay, well. Um, wait here. Boudreaux will keep you company. Okay, but this, this pack is really heavy. I'm, I'm going to take it off. Wait, is it going to be long? Could Henley come through the door at that point? Yeah. So you're hearing this commotion with Fenrir. And you see Lila and Garatha yeah. snuggling. Henley, Henley comes up the, the the ladder or whatever it right. was. The name Boudreaux. Well, nice to meet you, Boudreaux. Did Henley meet Robert? Yes. Robert, what are you doing well, here? Hey there, Henley. I well, I came down here to give away the deed. Well, not give it away, because you know that's. I came to deliver it to the to the proper owner. You know, there's no raffle for this thing. <laughs> right. Do How was you your... know where Colin is? Well, that's what I went to ask Fenrir for, but he's like, I gotta go talk to somebody, and, and so he wandered off. He told oh. me to wait here, and that that this Boudreaux. Have you met Boudreaux before? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> we are well acquainted. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. I can take you to Colin. Oh well, if you can take my co- take me to Colin, then <laughs> let us go. <laughs> if you can take my Colin, <laughs> I know that's not what he said, but it was close enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's giddy up on out of here. Um, you sure you can carry that down a ladder? Oh, I've carried it this down a ladder. Welcome to Tomes of the Chaos Bard mid-show break. I'm your host, Rupert Bumpkin, from the Rocky Talkie Gnome Radio Network. First item of business is the five-star reviews. Remember that Solemn will give you a shout-out and read your review on Solemn's column. Then he will review your review. It's great fun! Second is the Ko-Fi. This is our Patreon merchandise store. You can purchase keychains, coloring pages, and MP3s of our song. You can also commission to feed the cast, or write a letter to Dear Boudreaux. If you are interested in becoming a patron, there are three tiers, each with varying rewards, including a full post show, DM Dave's deep dives, and coloring activity book with exclusive art. Go to ko-fi.com slash tomes of the chaos bard. That is ko-fi, K-O-F-I dot com forward slash tomes of the chaos bard and help us grow and last but not least the biggest way you can help us is share us with your friends and family that is all folks back to the show you sure you can carry that down a ladder 
Oh, I've carried it this down a ladder. Goodness me. Um, uh, yeah, Hamley pointed to the ladder she's currently on. <laughs> well, they were still in the room. Oh, they were still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hamley will just point to the, well, the what door. Is a place like, we need to get out of here. I mean, I came from up there. And down to here. Magic. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, magic. Is he okay? <laughs> Just follow me. Uh, Who knows? Okay. At, who knows at this point? Um, That's not nice. I saved your life. I saved her from a bug, you know. A bug, you say? Yeah, he ate her right up. And, and she- let's go. No. <laughs> <laughs> These ventures, man, they come up with the randomest stories. <laughs> so yeah, you get you lead them over. I feel like Robert would throw up after going through the swirly <laughs> and then up. <laughs> I think I also through the healer's hut. I'm gonna go with them. I'm gonna sleep in my hammock, okay. not, not Rochelle's bed. Okay, uh, Fenrir, let's jump over to you real fast. He wants to kind of walk up to Mendrick and Joanna. Okay, and be like. He kind of lets out a sigh of relief and be like, man, I'm so glad you two got back together again. I'm glad that you could finally come together. Um, and he will, yeah, I'll just kind of sit there and kind of see what, kind of eyeing Mendrick, knowing that they've had a sticky past mm-hmm. and just kind of see his, see Mendrick's reaction as well as, Kind of keep more of an eye on Mendrick than Joanna at this point. Okay, so you, Joanna, she's of course tearing up and everything. She's like, "No, thank you. You you saved my husband." And you see Mendrick, just guy, put his hand on her hand, and he looks at you. None of this would have happened if you would have stayed. If your people would have stayed. If you would have just minded your own business, none of this would have happened. Fender's getting like, I don't know, I'm getting pissed. (laughs) If you would have taken care of the bandits like you said you were going to, none of this would have happened. My wife would not have risked her life to come out here. And I believe it's you that that I got to thank for losing my minds that I have invested in. So I appreciate it, Fenrir. Thank you. You know, Mendrick, I misjudged you. And I think you'd be dead in that cave by the blade of Natlin or the blade of Marlowe if it weren't for our group. So you're just lucky to be alive as far as I'm concerned. And you see Joanna, she's like, he's right. You would not be alive if it wasn't for them. And you would not have been in this situation if you weren't so strong-headed and an idiot for coming out here to begin with. You go, girl. 
I'm tired of you going on these little ambitions of yours when we need you at home. Do you know where our daughter's going? Do you know what's happened at home? No, you don't, because you've always been on these little excursions trying to earn this money. And if you're going to be acting this way, Mendrick, maybe they shouldn't have saved you. And you see her stand up and kind of dust herself off and walk away. And you see Mendrick. He, he, that hurt him. Just walk away. And he just, and he just glares at you. He's like, see what you've done? No, see what you've done. Okay, at that time, you see Henley leading... Uh, Robert and Boudreaux falling behind them to the ladder. And just so you know, I would have never handed over the deed. And he slams it down, understanding that he was going to know that it was like he faked it. Right. And he's going to follow men. He's going to follow them out the door. Okay. Okay, Henley, you're now standing over the the portal thing, the trap door. Um, so Robert, um, magic is going to take us to Ah. (laughs) Hayden's Hollow, and, um, just as a warning, you, and he looks around and see if there's, like, anything like a bucket, (laughs) and there's not, um, you're going last. (laughs) You go first. (laughs) No, no, you want him to go last, right? Well, it seems like a little bit of a hole. I don't think my bag's going to fit. How do I get my stuff down there? You know, you could come out to hold it, not this one. Uh, (laughs) You know, like the one you... Okay. (laughs) You got this hand lady back down the back. You'll fit. Boop. <laughs> I just, I don't push him off the ladder. Okay. I just push him into the... <laughs> I was like, what, what, what kind of boop is this? <laughs> I just sort of like push him to where the portal is. No. Define that boop, please. <laughs> Roll for boop. <laughs> so he's like, oh, oh, okay, I guess I'll kind of weasel my way in here. So please think you get stuck. So he starts climbing down. And, like, he gets partly through his uh, backpack as he's getting down. He's like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, Boudreaux just busts a gut. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I seem to be stuck. You want me to push him in further, don't you? <laughs> well, I, I need help to be unstuck, not to be pushed stuck further. Uh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Can we try and lift him up by his backpack? Yeah. No, just take, stick, try Boudreaux. to take things up out of his backpack. See what he's got in there. No, no, Boudreaux just jumps on the backpack and starts. No, boom, boom, boom. Uh, what? Uh, you yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Can that happen? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> his voice is. You hear him. <laughs> wait, wait. It does actually happen? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I'd do it. <laughs> uh, make me a dexterity saving yeah. throw. 
hole. Which <laughs> 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 like, don't help him. And jumps on him. <laughs> hey, you have your one level of exhaustion too, don't you? Yep. Yes. So okay, this is so at disadvantage. disadvantage. Thank you for the reminder. Okay. Dexterity. Okay. Six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Okay. <laughs> wow. You follow down after him. <laughs> yeah. He's laughing. Oh! <laughs> Henley is probably chuckling. <laughs> and she just slides down the ladder and follows now, him. I have a question. Mm-hmm. How might I land softly? You land upon the on pillows the bag. Of- <laughs> if you can call the whole thing he's packing on his back pillows. <laughs> but yeah, Henley, you'd start climbing down. And then obviously, bloop, you start climbing up. And on top, as you get closer, you start hearing this. Oh, get off me, you, you, you fiend! Get off! <laughs> and Butch is giggling. <laughs> and you get up, and you can see, you know, flat on his face is Robert. Mm-hmm. Then his backpack, mm-hmm. and then Boudreaux. <laughs> and Boudreaux is laughing. Boudreaux, I don't think he can get up with you on him. <laughs> no, he can't get up with me or not. <laughs> he has to have help, don't he? <laughs> Get off! <laughs> okay, okay. Are you following Fenry? Yes. Uh, Lila. No. You're gonna stay down there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nap time. <laughs> okay. Comforting the child. <gasps> Maybe I do fall asleep there. Okay. Yeah. So he gets off of him, and he'll help him up too. Okay. <laughs> Henley probably Jeez. pushes the bag <laughs> up the last bit of the way. Goodness gracious. And you're coming up, Fenrir? Yeah. Okay. Well, I never. Hmm. Well, let's get to this calling, fella. Okay, Henley will lead them to the tavern place or whatever. Mm-hmm. And hey, Fenrir, I think we should have another member join our group, don't you think? I mean, if he'd like to. Yeah. Yeah. But you talking about Robert or yeah. Emery? Who? Oh, Robert? Yeah. I like him. He, he's funny. He, he is funny. Hey, hey, Robert. Hmm? Yeah. Did you see any were creatures on your way out here? Like uh, any bears or lions or tigers? Lions or oh I d- my? I did see a bear. You know, that was pretty scary, but it seemed to be minding its own business. Um, it was actually doing its business, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Yeah, uh, yeah, you go, Robert. <laughs> where am I going? Well, I hope you ain't right now. <laughs> are, are you sure he's okay? Yeah, he's, he's good. tired. Oh, he's tired. Well, somebody better go give him a bottle and go put him to bed. <laughs> hey, 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 my hammock's right here, man. <laughs> Maybe oh. that's a good idea, Boudreaux. You no, should no, go that get was some the rest. That's why I followed you. Okay. But Fenrir and I will take Robert to Colin while oh. you take a little nap. Yes, yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe a bath would help you sleep better too. No. Uh oh, no, 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 no. You. Are no. you hungry? Like, I got no food on me. All right. Enough. I still think you should join our group as he, like, jumps into his, his hammock and lays down. I feel like Henley would, like, you know, go in and, you know, that cartoon where they just separate <laughs> each other. And Henley does that. 
Well, I jumped into my hammock, you which is above Willow. Before all that happened, okay. before you jumped into your hammock, she went whoop. And she <laughs> slightly pushes Robert to the door. <laughs> I'm just saying, you always sleep better when you have a nice warm tub. You always sleep better when you get eaten. Boudreaux, you. shh. I'm sleeping. I don't know you Did he just about. threaten to eat me? <laughs> <laughs> only your only your ear. Let's go. <laughs> On my ear. <laughs> Colin has some good food. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Boudreau has some good food too. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not ashy potatoes. <laughs> Hamley ignores. <laughs> Is that gonna be the new bug? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I feel like, Henley, you could tell that Boudreaux actually, like, was cool with your potatoes. He just likes teasing you. <laughs> yep. He's like, this, like, he is out of the caves and stuff like that, and he kind of has, like, shed it a little bit because he was so stressed, and now it's just, like, That does happen, out. T- tend to happen every time he leaves the cave. And he's really tired. He yeah. Really tired. And then, before, almost before you guys leave, you hear... He's um, Henley shuts the door. Clunk. <laughs> and so Robert, seeing the <coughs> chaos that went on in the Hayden's Hollow, you know, the scratching and, and everything, he's like, goodness gracious, what happened here? We're in the wilds in a town that's trying to recover. Let's just go talk to Colin. Then you can go back to Avalon. Is it safe out there? I mean, it doesn't look too safe in Don't here. I can't worry. imagine what it looks like outside. <laughs> It's not as bad outside. Okay. <clears throat> Lead the way. Henley, for like his sake, like will pull out her like, you're safe, Robert. We're armed. It's fine. Okay. Then you open the door. And of course, he's seeing all these injuries and, and he's like, goodness gracious, these poor people. That's why we traveled to Avalon, Robert. Well, I can see that, you know. Goodness gracious, well, let's let's get to Colin. So you take him in there and you see Colin in his little in his little tavern. A lot of these places it's kind of become like a makeshift. It's part of them are tables, but also it's where people have been able to relax to escape. He's definitely invited an environment here that kind of forgets the outside world type idea. There is pillow forts more. and <laughs> just just kidding. yeah. Even though it's kind of cluttered and everything, you can just see that the mood is a little lighter in here. Colin, you can hear his boisterous laugh as he's you know cooking something in the back. Dish sounds like Roscoe delight to everyone. Very possible. <laughs> um, Roscoe, uh, you are able to see Henley and Fenrir come out of the healer's hut and you see Robert as well following behind them does I mean Jukars have me on anything special or pretty much just checking on people uh, maybe moving some stuff around they're trying to build like makeshift shelters the shelters that were there were kind of makeshift anyways but they're trying to rebuild something so people can have the days are getting warmer, right? but it's for more if the weather changes to rain or anything, they want to build some kind of, yeah. and to get out of the sun as well yeah, on certain parts of the day. 
Um, noticing the direction that they're following or heading, I'll probably follow them down because we should probably check on Colin as well. Yeah. And of course, Dracarys met uh, Herla and Keth. Keth is still not, he's, Herla doesn't seem interested in helping. She's more worried about Keth, and Keth's kind of the same thing. He's not really interested in helping. But of course, Thorin and Dracarys meet up again. They're old buds, and Thorn is just back into helping. He's he's doing more of the... He's found his way to the blacksmith, and he starts working on anything that they need there. Yeah, so I'll probably follow them and head down towards Colin. Okay. Roscoe is able to meet with you guys. Comes up right behind you as you guys head in to the back. Robert! <laughs> Here has the deed to the hollow for Colin. That was awful nice of you to uh, personally deliver it. Well, yeah, I felt, you know, I was kind of getting a little bored in there in the office, you know. You know, just wanted to give an adventuring an old try again. Now I realize why I shouldn't go adventuring. I think that pack weighs more than you do. Well, the the guy that I bought it from said it had everything that I needed. And the kitchen sink. Well, unfortunately, the kitchen sink wouldn't fit. So I, I left that at home. Right. Plus, um, there was no running water, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 He said Colin! I could set it up. <laughs> was it sitting or sleeping? What was that? Was it sitting or sleeping? The sink? No, the water. You said no running water. So was it sitting or sleeping? Is he okay? <laughs> I feel he's got what Boo Colin! Got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes! What can... Henley, Fenrir! It's a, it's a so good to see you. How how are things? Uh-huh. Oh, and there you are, Roscoe. I didn't see you there behind uh, the backpack. Fair enough. Uh, Mr. Ambar, I presume? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ambar, if you can call me Colin, uh, uh, you are. I I am Robert Bumpkin. I am from the Avalon Civil Office, and uh, Miss Miss uh, Aline Gronquest has uh, assigned this deed over to you for for the Hollow, for the Haynes Hollow. So, as an official of Avalon, this Avalon system, I present to you the deed to Haynes Hollow. <sighs> well. My job's done here. <laughs> I guess uh, I'll be going now. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> so he, like, tries to awkwardly, awkwardly turn around. <laughs> Robert, why don't you stay and have some food? Oh, well, I, I couldn't intrude on you guys, you know. And, I got and something special you can have. You must be hungry. I'll look at Colin. I was like, Colin, get some, uh, some, some Roscoe delight for this fine gentleman who just gave you a city. And he like, you can t- see that he's kind of blank faced, just looking at this paper, piece of paper. He's like, I, I don't understand. Like, what? She just up and gave me this. I, I honestly thought that. Uh, Someone else would get this. If you're talking about your twin brother, 
I, I, I don't have a brother. Well, Aleem doesn't have a whatever relation to him either anymore. Colin, we kind of know the story. So, well, um, well, he, she deemed that you loved this place enough to live here, that you should be the owner of the land. Hmm, well, to be honest, I, I think this place belongs to everyone. I don't think it should belong to just one person, you, you know? I don't, uh... And well. that's because you own it. Your decision. You get to choose. Well, that's that's my choice then. Huh. And you see, like, Robert, like, slowly raises his <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I, I, could, I could help you make that legal. You know, I know how to do these kind of things. Perfect, perfect. Well, come sit down, come sit down. And yes, Mr. Roscoe, we do have uh, a meal in, in mind for the festive things. Seeing you guys have come back and seeing that things are kind of calming down out there. Let's, uh... Let's let's celebrate for once, you know. Let's get some let's get some good. Fenrir. The stage is yours. You can prepare, but I think we should have some kind of dance and song tonight to just relieve some of the stress that we've been having out out here. It's been a few hard hard weeks that we've had, you know. It's now that we got the new supplies from those uh, goblins. Goblins gave you some stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. But we got... <laughs> <laughs> it confuses me too. But I, I think that's a great idea. Why don't you guys go spread the news? Maybe we'll even do it outside. It's such a lovely time outside. Let's go make a stage outside. How about that? Yes. Everybody! We're going to make a stage outside. Bring all the chairs. Bring all the boards and stuff that, we, that are just laying around. <laughs> Let's go be productive. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the old man in the corner. <laughs> I guess. Okay. <laughs> everybody heads out, and you see just Colin just talking to everybody and everything. And there's a Jokaris walking up with Viril to Fenrir. Would I recognize Dracarys? You would recognize Dracarys okay. for sure. Uh, it's but the part the wood elf that's next to him, you would not. Okay. If Henley is still by Fenrir, she is going to talk to Varil. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could notice that they're they're conversating. I'll tell you when you can interrupt. Yep. Dracarys speaks to you. He's like Varil. There's like. Fenrir. Fenrir, this is Viril. He had some questions about the Scarecrows. How do you know about the Scarecrows? Uh, oh. Will, Will, your friend, Roscoe... Oh, uh, that makes sense. ...mentioned him in, in our little meeting. Yeah, w- w- what would you like to know? Well, my, my curiosity is, like, how did you come upon them? I did hear that there might have been some up in the caves... Yes, but 
we came upon them long before that. But they're still there. The ones in the caves, yes. But I think they're destroyed. Good. Good. And uh, there was mention that the... And around this time, Henley, you come up. That Henley's family has one of these scarecrows? Yes. Um, oh. Uh, where does your family live? No. First, I want to know who you contacted. That is none of your business? It's none of your business to where my family lives. Hmm. <laughs> and he just turns to, to Fenrir. So you said that the two scarecrows are still up at the, the though broken, they're still up by the... Yes. Yes, we had, we had the scarecrow inspected, or the wreath inspected, by a wizard in Avalon. And there were many dark magics at play. Many, I... like, hags and things that had inspected it. I remember seeing them kind of along our way, like multiple ones. It wasn't just the one that we, you know, at uh, Henley's place, and he kind of gives Henley, like, a glance. Like, mm. I can't say the name of the town. <laughs> like, trying to, like, okay, mm -hmm. I can't say that type thing. And then is, like, but, I mean, we've seen them all along the way, but, I mean, do you want to know, like, how we got to jail? But, like, how, I mean, the Scarecrow... Pretty much, like, I was in jail for a few days before I met the wizard, and then the wizard was like... Well, no, 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 he, I just... He gave me, like, a... Just specifically about the scarecrows, I don't need to know any of your jail time experience. <laughs> I made a shift. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the I was in jail because of the scarecrow. <clears throat> Sharpest somebody shift you ever had. tried to kill me, hurt me, rob me. Somebody tried to rob me, and then I had the wreath on me and a scarecrow came out of nowhere and it killed the guy that tried to hurt me. Interesting. Huh. And it teleported, I guess. Okay. Uh, turning back to Henley, he goes, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm guessing that your brother may have purchased this from somebody? Yes. Do you by chance have a name for him? For them? My brother, I... Think told me the name, but I I can't remember. It's just some peddler. He paid two hundred silver for it. Hm. It's cheaper than the ones I've heard. Wait, the ones you've heard? So what do you know about the scarecrows? Well, it's kind of one of my jobs that I have to investigate this these little scarecrows. But if you excuse me, I think I'm going to take a trip up to those mines to see. What Excuse me, we just told you a bunch of information. Why can't you share some information? I got no Advent information to share. But you said you've met, you've heard that they've been sold for more than 200 silver. Yes, depending on what kind of quality of scarecrow you want, how aggressive like they can be, they can they be more expensive. What other abilities do they have? Because didn't, didn't we hear that the... the the scarecrows, one of them had fire and lightning. Yeah, exactly. They had, they were imbued with different types of magic. And the one you had, couldn't it do 
that weird darkness spell that literally like took a soul or something like that. Yes. So what other ones have you heard of? Well, they can range depending on how pricey people want to get. They can range from having certain resistances to certain powers to... And they vary in size as well. Well, who's making them? That's what we're trying to find out. Who's me? He just stays silent. Are are you working with... um... Uh, the wizard in Avalon? Can, 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 Kendall? Yes. We told Swindell a bunch of information. Two. Or I did. What does Swindell have to do with this? He was curious. It's Kendall. So you work with Kendall? Yes, I work with Kendall. Awesome. So how you, are you... He just kind of like wants to ask more questions, but is like doesn't know what to ask anymore. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, if you were with Kendall, I haven't talked to Kendall. When was the last time you talked to Kendall? I talked to him probably about two days ago. Oh, so you know him way more than I do. Well, I'm just a, more of a hired person to investigate these type of things. Will, will you let me know what you find out? Yeah, I'll let you know. But for now, I think I will go investigate the remains of these scarecrows before something happens to them. So, hey, be, excuse me. Be, 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 excuse be careful me. up there. Um, Thank you. Okay, excuse me. And he walks off. He is so mysterious. Oh, he's in love. <laughs> no. I won't uh, don't, and this is Dracarys, don't mind him. He's, uh, when he gets focused on a mission, that's kind of what he stays focused on. He's not very forthright. How attractive. Well, <laughs> <laughs> is this is or Elsie saying Elsie, you're, you're drooling a little bit. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I am uh, Henley's, uh, I'm on Henley's shoulder. <laughs> 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 All right, so are you the devil or the angel? I am in between. <laughs> <laughs> no, Henley is just suspicious because he's asking all these questions. He's getting a bunch of answers, and yet he gives nothing in return. So it's like, she doesn't like it. Yes, in his line of work, he has to keep a lot of things secret. What do you know about the scarecrows? I don't know nothing. I, I know, know nothing <laughs> of the scarecrows. I don't know nothing. I ain't got no clue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I've got to prep for uh, this big celebration. I have heard about this, Kinda I think. See that I guess chairs are being set up and food's being brought out of the tavern. and I think it's a good idea. There's been lots of sorrow. It's time to get some cheer into this hollow. I think that's a wonderful idea. I better go prep for that. Yes. Fenrir, do you have a loot? Yes. Do, do you want to assist me? I can, can try. You, I'll can play you, backup. 
Play the lute. Yeah. Why do I not know this? You're bard. <laughs> I can only play country ditties. <laughs> Ooh, we can do a duet. Why have we never done this before? Because I know how to play an instrument as well. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted to try and convince Emery to come out and enjoy the festivities as well or stay down with her, what would you like to do? Um, Cause I would be, I would be sure. I'm sure that one of the other party members would try and come down, check on you guys and invite you up. Probably Roscoe. Hmm. He is the leader gatherer. Unless he's helping make food with Colin. Messenger boy. Long as it's not Boudreaux. I would say you could hear my echoing snores, but snores. it's magical, so no. <laughs> Boudreaux's probably helping Colin cook as well. What? I'm sleeping. Did someone wake not me? All they're night, they're arguing over spices, and they're ra- right amount I'll go down level. and get... Uh, I'm pretty sure he's admiring my spice belt. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's too much pepper. Not enough pepper. It's like, I wonder if this fits me. And it, like, barely makes it halfway. <laughs> we, we uh, doesn't make... even get around, like, his no. back. No. <laughs> you could, like, wear it around your arm, though, or, like, your thigh. <laughs> a garter? <laughs> he has a spice garter. <laughs> Come on, Colin. It would be like a dagger belt. Or a necklace. <laughs> it's a loose necklace, but yeah. Oh, you could even put it around your shoulder like a... Like, sash. Like a sash. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> it looks fine, him. See, I think I could get along with the sash thing, but trying to do it around... Let's be honest. The thigh is probably not the safest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, Roscoe, you said you were going to go down and... Yeah, I'm sure he has no thigh gap. Okay, so Rasta does. (laughs) You ran into chafing? (laughs) Oh, man, the paprika opened up. (laughs) (laughs) Or the cumin. That's a spicy meat tomorrow. (laughs) It's the cayenne, Dave. It's the cayenne. (laughs) (laughs) Getting back to... (laughs) Getting back to where we were. So yeah, Roscoe comes down to get you. Um, Um, Emery seems like she doesn't want to socialize. She just became an orphan. Yeah. It'd still be good. I would uh, just try and convince her, I guess, that, you know, I would confirm with Roscoe, because I haven't Mm -hmm. seen yet, if she's there or not. Right, he's gone. She's gone. Yeah, make sure she's gone. Um, the other one is gone. And tell her that it would be uh, a good idea and to get to know some of the people who knew her her dad as well. Um, even if she doesn't actually socialize tonight, just being out in the air might be helpful. And that... Uh, uh, Roll me a persuasion at okay. advantage. Can it be a double advantage because I'll tell her about the Roscoe Delight? <laughs> Just the food? We'll lower the DC. <laughs> That's a good. Is it a persuasion? Yes. It's a three. It's a 25. Perfect. Yeah, she's hesitant, but she 
nods because she is pretty hungry. Yeah. And I take her by the hand and I won't leave her the entire time. Okay. Hungry, hungry, Emery. It's like the hippos. Okay, so as the festives are going on, I imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, Henley, you said you were going to accompany Fenrir on the stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boudreaux, cooking. you're going to be cooking. Roscoe, I assume you're going to be cooking as well. Yeah, I'm also going to be asking Colin if uh, I get any of the uh, royalties from the Peach Mead and Roscoe Delight combo, the number three on the menu board. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What? How? How? You gonna get a crown? Like, what, what do you want? Yeah. Okay. It's made out of blue potatoes. No! What the <laughs> Get out of the kitchen! <laughs> you by long nose and stuff? I feel like Hayden's Hollow needs, like, during the fall, a chili cook off, and it's like a Roscoe versus Boudreaux. <laughs> 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 Let's go. Let's go. Royalties? You mean like like actually paying paying you for this? No, he was a crown. Why would he want a crown? Good royalties. Well, I I do have a broken pan over there. It kind of <laughs> looks like a crown. Hey, you can wear that, yeah. And it's, isn't that what you want? I mean, if he wants to wear it, it's right there. Go grab it for him. Okay. Comes back. I got it. Well, crown him. Go bang! <laughs> knock him out. Do not. Well, for damage. Oh, Brusco! I didn't mean to do that. As a blue potato rolls out, <laughs> and then and then he drops it and it gets on his toe. And now he's on the ground, and then he has to roll away because there's a blue potato and it's like following him, and he's just he's out of there. See, I knew there was something wrong with that one. <laughs> you guys see him like, like a potato bug, like rolling out. Of like, <laughs> rolling and after he's him. like sucking on his toe at the same time. He's like, <laughs> rocking back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> in front of the stage. Okay. The goes, night goes oh, on. There oh. seems to be. The energy is definitely picked up. Fenrir and Henley, you have a good uh, show picking up you're playing old classics uh the viol man is one of them that you guys play everybody sings it and i think that's just where we're gonna end it tonight thank you guys for listening to tomes of the chaos bard huge shout out to Dag nichols for writing our songs and music for this podcast to help support her and say thank you for writing to helping us out in the show go check out her ttrpg at drivethroughrpg.com. Shields of Power is the name of her TTRPG that she created. Also, special thanks to Realmwalker, freesound.org, Tabletop Audio, and Monument Studios for our extra songs and music. I am DM Dave, and to the right I have... Benry, Roscoe. Lila Gratha. Boudreau. And Henley. And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye. Colin here has the deed to the hollow. Huh? Colin already has the deed. No, sorry, Robert. Then why am I here? <laughs> I'm <Rick>. <laughs> <laughs> I did write it down.
<laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I gotta go back to two years of notes. <laughs> I'm sure there, he I'm has no thigh gap. Okay, so Rosca does. You added the shaving? Oh, man, the paprika opened up. <laughs> or the no, cumin the cayenne. That's just passing me tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it's the cayenne, Dave. It's the cayenne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, getting back to... <laughs> getting back to where we were. 